Hi, and welcome back to the Choose to Be Happy podcast. This is your host, Evie Rosenblum. And two years ago, I hit my lowest. I was suffering with anxiety and depression. And it wasn't until my daughter said, Mommy, you can choose to be happy, that I found my way back home to myself. And I started this show because I want to tell you that whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, there is hope for you to feel better. And each week we bring on guests, we bring on experts to talk about sharing simple tips to get you living happier and get you living your best life. With whatever is going on, with regardless of how much time you've got left, you can enjoy it. You can enjoy it, and it's a choice. Depend, you know, it. It's a choice because you can decide so many things throughout the day. You can decide when you go to bed. You can decide the foods that you eat. You have so many choices that you can make, and we're all different. It's not a one size fits all approach. That's why every single episode, and we have over a hundred of them, we talk about different roads to happiness because what works for somebody might not work for somebody else. But I'm so excited because New Year's is here, and it's the time that we talk about setting goals and setting intentions. And I love this time of year because I feel like a lot of us get weighed down emotionally over like Christmas and Hanukkah and like those holidays that just passed. There's so much expectation and there's so much like family drama sometimes, or maybe you feel lonely, maybe you feel like, you know, you wish you had that group of friends or whatever. Like you just feel like your life isn't exactly what you thought it'd be. Sometimes the day just seems like too much or not enough and like, it could suck for a lot of people. And for so many people, it's awesome and it's beautiful. And, you know, but now there's this, there's this trend among us where like we are setting goals for the new year, whether they're big goals or little goals or personal goals or business goals. Like so many people at this time of year are setting goals and intentions. And I love it because it's such a great place to be. It's such a great place to be with this intention of having a better year moving forward. And I want to talk to you about that. I want to talk about what are some awesome goals that we want to set for ourselves and also what can we do to help ourselves achieve those. So I want to talk about a few things. First of all, setting an intention, having like a clear idea of like where you want your life to be is so important to help you get there. And I think one of the best ways to help you do that is to journal. So if you need to pause this recording for a few minutes and just take out a pen and paper, I want you to just write a list. Like, what are your goals for the year? What are your goals for the year? And I want you to to think of things that are you know, realistic goals. Like I know when I tell my kids to like, you know, what do you wish for? What do you dream? Like, you know, my daughter will wish for a unicorn and my son will wish to like become a puppy or something, you know, like let's set realistic, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant goals that you can actually reach. So, you know, for example, some things on my list are I want to feel so energized. I want to have the strength to be able to run a 5K. And I'm not a runner. And I don't even know how to run. And I have a history of fainting. So, like, for me, that's a huge goal. I've literally never run in my life. Like, more than, like, what I had to do in high school, you know. But 
I want to get to the point where my body could run a 5k. I'd also like to get to the point where I could bike like 20 miles in a day. And I go swimming sometimes in the morning and I'll swim my like 10 laps. And there's this guy there who's in his 80s and he swims 100 laps a day. And I wish I had the stamina to do that. So those are my goals. Like I want to get to the point where I could run a 5K, swim 100 laps, and bike like 20 or 30 miles. How awesome would I feel if I could do that? So like for me, those are some of my goals. Um, I want you to take a minute. What are your goals? Write them down. And then I want you to come up with a time frame. I want you to write down, you know, when are you wanting to have this done by? And for me, it's like I want to be able to run a 5K this year. Before next new year, I want to be able to have run a 5K. So it's something I'm going to be working up to. And that's the next thing that is important is that once you have this idea of like where you want to go and what your goal is, it's important to talk about how you're going to get there. Because if you've got this image in your mind of yourself running a 5K or swimming 100 laps and you're somebody who's not an active person, you got to ask yourself, okay, well, how am I going to get from here where I'm like spending all day in my sweats and waking up late and, you know, eating popcorn at midnight to being able to have the strength and endurance and stamina to run or bike or swim that much. So I need to change my lifestyle. I need to make some shifts. How am I supposed to get from where I currently am to where I want to go? I need to change my lifestyle. I need to start going to bed earlier. I need to wake up earlier and I need to be working out every day. Even if it's for 10 minutes, that's more than I'm doing now, right? Like I need to up my game. I need to be consistent it's not something that I can like just show up at the race next December and expect to be able to run it if I didn't put in the work and put in the practice. We have to build up to that goal. So what are you going to do? I want you to journal this. What are you going to do this year to help yourself reach that goal? So with the example of, you know, the 5K, or swimming 100 laps, like I'm going to wake up every morning at 5.30 in the morning before the kids get up and I'm going to take myself either on a run or a swim or a bike ride. And it could be for 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be, you know, going all out. It doesn't have to be going the full distance, but I need to do some of it because if I practice this a little bit every day, I'm going to get so far. I can reach that goal if I put in the work, even a little bit every day. And I want to encourage you to do that. I can't remember, I was listening to a podcast a really long time ago, maybe like two or three years ago. I think it was with Martha Beck on Kathy Heller's Don't Keep Your Day Job. And I think she said something about how we can accomplish major things if we just put in a little bit of effort for 15 minutes a day. Like if you want to write a book, you know, are you actually writing it? Are you sitting down and even writing for like, <clears throat> sorry, I lost my voice there. Are you even writing for like 10 or 15 minutes a day? Because that's how you reach the goal. You have to put in the effort and do a little bit every day working towards that dream or it will not happen. So if you really want something to happen, you have to work towards it. 
And there's, I don't know if you've heard of SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, but it's goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. And using that framework can help you set goals that are likely to be achieved. And I would love to hear what your goals are. So like whether you want to run a 5K or you want to be eating healthy and only eating like nutrient-rich you know, foods that are known to beat anxiety and beat depression and make you feel happy. Like, there, did you know that there are foods that make you feel depressed? Did you know that, like, obviously, like, we know that drinking alcohol doesn't make us feel good and eating things like sugar and gluten and dairy can cause inflammation and make us feel weighed down and sleepy. And you'll feel so much better if you don't eat those things. So like some people have a goal to eliminate the foods that they know don't make them feel great. And that's that's a great goal. So I'd love to hear what your goals are. I'd love to hear what your goals are this year for like what excites you? What lights you up? What what do you what is your dream? What do you want to achieve? Please let me know. Email me, DM me. I would love to know what you're working towards and maybe we can keep our keep each other accountable and just like check in and you know you could text me I went on a run today and I'll be like oh thanks for reminding me I got it I know I need to do that you know and I think that having somebody to keep you accountable is awesome so if you can find a buddy that's great if you can join a group of people doing that same thing whether it's like a writer's group or a running group that's awesome it could be even like a support group for people with that passion or it could be like something where you meet in person and you do it together so definitely you know lace up the tennis shoes and start running I want to encourage you to do that and I also want to talk about the power of positive thinking because if we start thinking in a more positive way if you flip the negative thoughts you know like the oh, no, 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 I can't do this or I can never get there. That's going to get in the way of you reaching your goals. If you don't believe that it can happen, then it won't. If you really, truly don't believe you could ever run a 5K or that you could ever publish a book, then I promise you it won't happen. Like you have to believe it. You have to think positively. You have to be open to the idea that it could happen because otherwise you're not going to put in the effort because you're going to going to be over before it started if you truly think that it will never happen so I want to encourage you to think that you can have that you can do this and I'd love for you also to look into the idea of visualizing because this is this is such an important little key in the puzzle of reaching your goals and it's something that Olympic athletes do when they're training for a big race their coach will have them close their eyes and imagine themselves going through all the motions and imagine themselves crossing the finish line. And that helps them improve their performance profoundly. And it's such an amazing thing. And Hal Elrod talks about this, that like, that's something that he talks about in his Miracle Morning book. And it's something that you don't need to do for so long every morning. You could literally close your eyes and do this for 30 seconds. You could visualize yourself reaching that goal. What, you know, if it's writing a book, maybe you're imagining yourself 
in Barnes and Noble doing a reading, or if you're imagining yourself running a race, maybe you're imagining yourself, you know, running up the hill with a smile on your face and then you cross the finish line. You know, whatever it is, imagine yourself going through the motions. A couple of years ago, I was so dizzy. I could barely walk. I was crawling to the bathroom and it was terrible. And I one day put on my favorite movie, Whip It, and I was like laying in bed beside myself because I was like, I can barely walk. I can barely go anything. I lost my ability to drive because I was like so dizzy all the time. And I just want to roller skate. Like I was thinking, I wish I could roller skate. So like the weirdest person ever in the world, I went to my closet, pulled out my dusty roller skates and put them on my feet. I basically like crawled back to bed with my roller skates and I just laid there in bed with vertigo, unable to move. I couldn't even like walk, but I'm like laying in bed with my roller skates on, watching the movie Whip It and I closed my eyes and I just imagined myself on the court, just like skating. I just imagined myself putting one foot in front of the other and feeling so free and so alive and like just like I had 10 years earlier when I was roller skating with a local derby team and I got so emotional and I could feel myself skating and I just my husband walks in and he's like what are you doing (laughs) I'm like laying in our bed with my roller skates on sobbing with my eyes closed and I had whip it on and I was like, I just wish I could do this. And I decided that night that this was going to be my goal. I wanted to beat Vertigo, not only so that I could, you know, be happy and be there for my kids, but also I wanted to beat Vertigo so that I could roller skate again because that just was something that lit me up so much. And you know what? Every day for the next week, I would lay in bed with my roller skates on and my eyes closed and I would just imagine myself going through the motions. And before I knew it, I went online and I looked up local roller derby teams and then I sent a letter to one of the coaches even knowing that like I was in no shape to roller skate and I sent a I sent a note saying I want to find out if you're accepting any like new people if you're accepting any new skaters and I heard back that night and she said yes we're actually recruiting starting this Thursday and it became real to me in that moment and I I said to myself like I'm gonna see if I can walk down the hallway with my skates on I'm just gonna see if I could skate down the hallway and I held on to the wall and I skated down the hallway in my skates and you know what was the weirdest most amazing thing ever I didn't feel any vertigo with my skates on and then I just started wearing them around the house I started wearing them down the hallway I started wearing them in the kitchen I was like wearing my skates all day in the house and the vertigo started to fade. It faded and it faded and it faded. And I think what was going on was that the visualization helped me get there. The visualizing and having that dream that I just wanted so badly to be able to skate again. And I held on to that vision and I went through I went through the action of actually putting on the skates and trying and a little bit every day and I got stronger and stronger and the vertigo got less and less. And like a month later, I had no more vertigo and I was able to drive again and I went out and I laced up my roller skates and I 
joined this roller derby team and I started skating with them again. And it was like the best experience ever. And I was bawling. I was literally crying with the biggest smile on my face because I felt so alive. And I was so happy that here I was able to do this when just a month earlier, I thought that I'd never be able to walk again. I thought that I was going to be dizzy and with vertigo for the rest of my life. So I just want to let you know that goals are so important and visualizing them is so important. And then taking the action and lacing up the shoes and, you know, actually putting yourself out there and sending the email and like, you know, showing up, doing all the things is how you get to where you want to go. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you so much to think of some awesome goals that you've got for yourself. And then I want you to put in the work. I want you to visualize yourself getting there. I want you to take the baby steps a little bit every day, even if it's just a couple minutes or even just 30 seconds. Every single day, do something to move yourself closer to that goal and it will happen. You will be so amazed what can happen if you just try if you just go for it and you believe that you can and you stop telling yourself that you can't it's so amazing what can happen and i want to also talk about how important self-care is because i know that so many of us we set goals in the coming year and we're like for the new year i want to lose weight i want to have a bikini body but you know what i want you to take care of your mental health I want you to take care of your emotional needs because that's what's going to help you thrive. And we talked about things like exercise and eating healthy and finding the time to relax and the time to recharge. And I want you to start saying no. Say no to the things that don't make you feel good. Can you do that? Because I feel like so much of us, we we get depleted. We allow ourselves to like do too much. We say yes and yes and yes to like every little request that comes our way and we don't say yes enough to ourselves. And some of us are glued to our phones and we're glued to our computers and we're glued to like all the obligations that we've made and so many of us are people pleasers and we feel like we have to answer the phone when this person calls or we have to respond immediately to that email and we have to like do this, we have to do that, otherwise the person will get upset we have to show up here. We have to show up there. We have to do this volunteer thing. We have to get to that class. You know, we have to do this. We have to do that. We said we would, we have to be there. Otherwise we're a quitter. You know, people are going to think that we don't like them, whatever it is. I want you to realize that it's okay to say no and that it's okay to look out for yourself. And it's okay to like, ask yourself, does this thing or does this person make me feel good? Or do they make me feel not good? Because if some something or somebody or some activity is making you feel like crap, you truly do not have to keep investing so much into it. And I just had a realization. I have an Instagram account that I have been trying desperately to grow for the last, I want to literally say 10 years. And I have not for the life of me figured it out. And it just hit me. It literally hit me today that I don't need to work on that anymore. It's something that I invest so much of my time and energy in. And it's something that takes me out of being present with my kids and takes me out of being present with my husband. Because so often I'm like 
checking the status of an Instagram post to see if anyone liked it or <laughs> if it went viral. It's like I'm praying for a stupid Instagram post to finally go viral so that my account can build up because someone convinced me once that if I'm able to grow my following to like a million something people, then my podcast will take off. But you know what I just realized today? I'm so done with that. I am so done with this nonsense on social media because how is it helping anybody? Like truly, like how are these stupid posts helping anybody who's even seeing them? And like, if it does take off, like I've posted some things there that did go viral and they were like a picture of my dog eating a banana. And it's like, why, how is this helping anyone? So honestly, I've decided that this year I am not, I'm done with this. I am done with trying so hard on social media. I want to put my energy where it counts and where I'm actually feeling like I'm helping people, which is through the podcast and through, I, I've written for some mental health blogs and like, that's where I want to put my energy and focus because that actually matters to me. And I want to encourage you to ask yourself, like, if there are things that you realize you are putting your time in, putting your energy and your effort in, and it's more of a stressor or it's taking you away from being present and it's not even a necessary thing in your life, then ask yourself, why are you doing that? And can you maybe scale back? Because once you take yourself out of all these extra unnecessary things that you've committed to and that you're where you're putting your energy and your time you'll have so much more energy and time for the things that truly are making waves in your life and the things that are truly lighting you up and the things that make you feel good and the things that make the people around you feel good so something to consider what can you scale back on and the other thing is I want you to really ask yourself like what can you add to your life? What can you add to your life in this coming year? Like, can you add more massages? Can you add more water? Like, what are the things that you could do more of that you know that if you did more of that thing, it would make you feel so good? What is it? If it feels good, if it makes you happy, I want to encourage you to do it more. That's my wish for you for this year. I want you to do less of the things that make you feel bad and I want you to do so much more of those things that make you feel happy. And I don't care how stupid or how silly those things are. Like I put on my roller skates and I play dress up. I put on some crazy rainbow wigs and I dress up in my wild clothes and I dance around the house. And I'm sure I look nuts. And you know what? I don't care because it makes me happy and it makes my kids laugh. And then they join in and they play dress up too. And we're all just like blasting fun music and dancing and skating around the house. And that's something that makes me happy. And I don't care if it's super weird or if you think that I'm nuts or if you, you roll your eyes or, you know, it's none of my business. Somebody else's opinion of me is none of my business and I have to stay true to who I am and what makes me happy and what lights me up because that's how I'm going to feel better. So I want to encourage you that this year you should spend a little bit of time every single day doing the things that make you feel good, doing the things that make you feel happy 
even if you were taught that they were wrong or weird or unnecessary, if it makes you feel good, if it brings you joy, if it makes you feel fulfilled, if it's fun to you, go for it. Go for it. And what are those things that make you feel awful? Is there a certain person that like they call you and like you shake because like you just know when you answer the phone, you're going to get yelled at and it's just like this terrible feeling. And then you pick up the phone and you regret having answered it. Maybe you don't have to answer the phone every time that that person calls or are you falling asleep watching the news and then you have nightmares or you can't actually sleep or, you know, it's just making you feel anxious. Are you are you like doom scrolling? Are you looking at reels when you wake up in the morning and when you wake up in the middle of the night? Are you like scrolling through TikTok, looking at reels and like seeing, you know, images of horrible things happening, videos of terrible things happening? If you are, why? Why are you allowing that into your life? So cut back on the stuff that's not serving you. Cut back on the stuff that's making you feel bad. And just add so much more of the stuff that's making you feel happy. And I'd love for you to journal on this. I'd love for you to take a second here. You can pause this recording and just journal. What are the things that have not been making you feel so good? And make a long list of them. And ask yourself, like, is this something that I can scale back on in the new year? And I also want you to make a list of the things that do make you feel happy and do make you feel lit up and do make you feel fully alive. And ask yourself, can I work these things into my daily schedule or my weekly schedule? Can you take yourself on walks by the lake? You know, even if it's just you, even if you have no one to go with, can you do this for yourself? You know, something I remembered recently was that when I was a little kid, I used to love playing with clay. I used to love it. And then I realized, I was like, but I never play with clay now. I never play with clay as an adult. Like, I, it's not like I became a potter or I, you know, it's something that like, I guess I did when I was like eight or 10 years old. And then I just never did it again. So I started buying clay for my kids and then I'd sit with them and I'd play with it with them. And there's just like this satisfaction that I get from playing with clay that is something that just makes me happy. You know, it's so, like, what are the things that make you happy? I'd love to encourage you to do more of those things this year. And I also want to talk about something else that's very, very, very important. And that is, there are some practices that when we all do them, it is scientifically proven to help you feel so much better. And whether or not you believe in it, like there are studies that show with like brain imaging technology that when people meditate, when people breathe and practice mindfulness, there are brain imaging technology shows that it lights up parts of your brain and you're able to like create new neural pathways and, you know, grow new parts of your brain. People with severe brain traumas and, you know, brain cancer have literally healed their brains through meditating and mindfulness. And I want to encourage you to start practicing that this year. Start practicing that. I hate to should you. I hate to tell you like this is something you should do. But it's one of those universal things that if you're able to turn off your overthinking mind and if you're able to even for a minute each day silent your mind. Just like sit in silence. Focus on your breath. You can count your breaths. You could do box breathing. 
try to just shut off your overactive mind, it will help you significantly. It will help you feel better, so much better. And I just want to put that out there. So if you want to add anything to your year this year, that is a great thing to add, a meditation practice. And I also want to say that seeking help when we need it is so important and that there are so many resources out there, whether it's getting a professional therapist or connecting with a community, maybe it's a religious community, maybe it's a sports community, connecting with the people who are there to help you. And if you need any crisis support, there's this line that I want everyone to remember. You can always text 988. That's 988. You can text or call them. It's confidential. It's free. And there's also amazing support groups for like every single issue pretty much. And they meet online, they're worldwide. There's the website NAMI, N-A-M-I. They've got support groups all over the place. Every addiction has a support group, um, whether it's Overeaters Anonymous or N-A or A-A. And there's this marathon support group that meets all hours of the day and night. It's called N-A-N-A. 247.org. You can log on there at any time of day or night and connect face-to-face with people who are loving and caring and want to talk to you. So just want to put it out there. I want to let you all know that I'm so excited for this coming year. I'm excited to, to hear what your goals are and I'm excited to see you grow. And please keep me in the loop. I'd love to know what you're working on, what you're dreaming about, what your goals are. And if you are looking for somebody to to stay accountable with, please keep me posted on your journey. You can even just text me and say, I went on my run today or I, I went swimming. I'd love to know. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I'm excited for you. And I want to wish you all a happy new year. And I love you so much. And I will see you next week on the podcast. Bye. Fresh coat of paint, change my scenery. Wake up in the morning and choose to be brave and set this cage bird free. Here I go, here I go. I'm gonna make a change today. I'm gonna make a change today.
Change today